Welcome. Good to have you. The Bill Michael Show. We are live. We are here at the distillery in Grafton. We are all set up and ready to go for this AFC and NFC Championship weekend. And we're going to go with today. Matt Mitchell, the uh, our, our betting guy from the Action Network, going to be joining us uh, a little bit later on today. Also, don't forget, we have uh, Wayne Larry, the voice of the Green Bay Packers, going to be joining us live here at the Distillery in Grafton as well. And then also Mike Clemens is going to be out here today. Uh, so we got a lot going on. It, it's a good weekend. Going into a good weekend. Still, you know, a little under the weather, but you know what? For the most part, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad to be here. Uh, I know it's a little blustery outside. This is one of those days, and I said this going into today, this is one of those days where you take – Take the, take a half day. About 11, right, right about now is when you call into work, you go, you know what? I'm going to take the rest of the day off. We're going to go ahead and I'm going to get out of here. And uh, then you come out here, you have some hot lunch. And uh, then as uh, there were some pictures over on Facebook, there were some pictures on Twitter, uh, giving away the 55-inch uh, LG big screen TV uh, brought to you by our friends at Global Sight and Sound. So we're going to uh, thank them for uh, donating the television for the broadcast today. So come on out to the distillery. We're here in Grafton, and whether it's Bud Light specials, we are brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. They have Bud Light stuff to give away. They've got, I don't know, they got NFL koozies. They've got NFL hats. they got NFL shirts, all kinds of stuff to give away. And then at the end of this show today, so in the next four hours, and the doors don't even open until 11, but in the next four hours, you can come in, and uh, you can get a registration slip with free, you know, no purchase necessary. Come in and get yourself a registration slip. And then for every Bud Light you purchase, you get an additional registration slip. So it's open to everybody, but you get an additional registration slip for every Bud Light you buy. And then uh, after the fact, you get registered for that television. And we're going to give it away 2 o'clock today. 2 o'clock today, right here on the air. Going to give this thing away. And somebody is actually going to walk home with it because uh, it, it's right there. I mean, we're just, here you go, take it. Sign a piece of paper, good to go. How are we looking? Ben Kenny back in the studios in Madison. Ben, how you doing today? I'm good, Bill. Good night last night. Zach and I were out at Monks and Sun Prairie for our show with Wisconsin outside linebacker Daryl Peterson. So good conversation there. It's I was going to ask you how that went because I caught a little bit of it last night, believe it or not. Um, Kristen and I, were we went to dinner. I Like I said, I've been a little under the weather, so we're sitting on the couch. And she had a Zoom call for a business that she's a startup business she's getting involved in. I had nothing to do. I don't want to say that, well, I got nothing to do, so what the hell? It's like better than killing myself, so, you know, to listen to the program. But I, I, listened, I listened to a little bit of it last night, you know. So I was like, wow, that's, you know, you guys, you guys were killing it last night. It was good stuff. It was good. We learned that others in the world also wonder if Luke Fickle's ankles get cold. Yeah, I... I, I I, I, I kind of giggled because I know you and I have talked about this and Zach is anti-socks and more sandals. And so I understand all of that. I kind of kind of chuckled a little bit knowing the, the uh, we're almost to the point where it's a, a, a below the ankle foot fetish uh, on the program. It, just an FYI. Yeah. We're, we're closing in on that. At least our show is branded it's not like that a Rex way. Ryan. It's, yeah, it's not a Rex Ryan toe-sucking fest or anything like that, but at least that's kind of the, the area that you guys are starting to delve into a little bit. So Correct. I anyway, should find that drop, uh, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do that. Yeah, find the drop. That'd be good stuff. Um, so, anyway, we got uh, Wayne coming up today. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Packers, obviously. Um, the I did, Now, I got here this morning at about 730 and started setting up. 
and and working today. So I didn't watch anything. I didn't watch any sports centers. I didn't watch any Get Up. I didn't watch any NFL Network. I didn't watch anything else. Nothing today. No Fox. So what has been the reaction to the Romeo Dobbs stuff? Do you know? I think people saw it and kind of saw it as a non-story. Kind of expected. It it really is. It really is. Um, And and I know, uh, because I saw some people that were tweeting about it, and it made, now, we'll we'll play it for you coming up here in a little bit, so hang in there, okay? Uh, But Romeo Dobbs was on a a national uh, station, and it basically said, look, I don't, I don't see Aaron Rodgers. I don't talk to Aaron Rodgers outside of the building, and it's all football. It's all it's all football talk. And, you know, and people are like, wow, you know, can you believe it? Rodgers not associating with his guys. He talks about you know, relationships and this and And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Um, He doesn't have to. There's no law that says you have to mingle and mix with everybody outside of football. Now, Dubs did allude to the fact that they had a Halloween party and that, uh, you know, he did he went to a different one than what Rodgers was at and it was a different team and blah, blah, blah. But beyond that, there was nothing – there's no there there to this. But I just found it interesting. It's like if you are um, – if you are – how do I put this? If you are a Rodgers hater, then you looked at this and went, Okay, Rodgers doesn't associate with anybody. He's arrogant. He's he's Aaron Rodgers. He's over the top uh, himself. If you look at it as a football guy, you're like, it's exactly what it's supposed to be. When they're in the building, it's all football. I, I appreciate that. I think what Dobbs was kind of maybe alluding to the fact when people were asking, and he was answering a question. It wasn't like he just brought up, man, that cat doesn't hang out with anybody. He shuns us. He comes in, does his thing, and he leaves. It wasn't like that. Um, but to me, this is probably more about Aaron Rodgers comes in. He's all business. We're going to do our work. He had a lot of praise for Romeo Dobbs throughout the season, specifically early on. And I was, it, it was, it, it was no big deal. It was an odd story. And, and let's be honest. Um, now I do have younger friends. You know, I could see, like, you know, Ben, you and I going out and hanging out together. I'm in my 50s. You're in your 20s. So I can see that. We work together like that. But that that's few and far between. But Rodgers is – when Rodgers is in the season, he's in the season. You go to work. You go home. You get your rest. You do your thing, and then you're done. You know, maybe at team meetings, maybe at, you know – but you're around the team – the majority of the time, they try to get you home in the afternoon, but when you go home, you're doing film study, you're doing the things that you should be doing to get you better. So this whole thing about whether or not Rodgers should be hanging out with his teammates, and so it's it's kind of bogus. I, I, and for anybody that wants to make something of it, it's it's there's not much to be made, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. There's not there's not much there there in all of this. Um, but I. I guess if you want to say he should be doing more to, to, you know, bolster the relationship with his teammates, maybe that's the direction you want to go. I don't know. But uh, I don't think it's any kind of a, a real big deal, to be perfectly honest with you. So not a big deal to me, but to some, it's a huge ordeal. It's a huge deal. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. This is what Romeo Dobbs had to say on CBS Sports. 
Can you give us an outside of the facility hanging out with Aaron Rodgers story? Um, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to hang out with him, but not one I, time. I, he I, didn't I, take you guys out. Not one time. Um, I mean, as far as being around twelve, uh, I'd say possibly it's always been football. So I mean, in the building on the practice field, there was never a time where you know got the really or. No, there there was an event. Well, not not an event, but we had a team get together for Halloween. I thought that was pretty cool. There you go. Got together for Halloween. Nothing crazy. Okay, it's I to me, like I said, I I think it's more of a, a non non starter than anything. But that was it. That was the comment. So then when when he made that, it was like I said, the the finger pointers that wanted to say Rodgers is this and Rodgers is that, the haters, that, that gave them reason to hate. But it's it's uh, it's it's no big deal. It is absolutely – if I was, uh, if I was a, a police, police officer standing in the middle of the street, I would be holding my hands up and I'd be saying nothing to see here. Don't worry, nothing to see here, nothing to look at. Keep moving. And it was a specific question. It wasn't like – like I said, he didn't bring it up. It was a saying, hanging out with Aaron Rodgers, what's it like? And he's like, well, I really didn't. You know, I'm 22, he's 39, and, you know, he went home and did his thing. I went out with my guys and did my thing. I went home, studied my playbook because I got to, you know, do whatever, and that was it. So nothing, nothing to see here. You, you didn't think it was a big deal, did you, Ben? No, no. I didn't. And I mean, frankly, we talk about Rogers being there. When we talk about being present and building the relationship, we mean at OTAs on the field and how can they get better as football players? That's not ever the story we talk about. So I'm with you. I thought it was nothing. Yeah. I didn't think it was anything either. So for those that wanted to make something of it, nothing to see here. Again, today we are brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Uh, I do got to I, <laughs> I do gotta go to our guy, uh, John and Howard, who says it's a nice change of pace to talk about foot, foot fetishes, fluffers, tight ends, massive amounts of Chinese porn, and sp- rather than sports all the time. Thank you, John. I don't think we've ever done a whole show on fluffers, foot fetishes, uh, Chinese porn. The only time we ever talk about the Chinese porn is when they pop up, the porn bots start to pop up on the on the stream. Other than that, we've been pretty much porn free lately. But you never know. It could happen. You could go back to the days. Remember when when Favre was in was in New York, and then the picture with the Crocs came out. Now that was there was a lot of talk about Crocs back then, but uh, but the rest of that, no, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> uh, Dennis says Barry is who we thought he was. A complete failure as a defensive coordinator. Twice fired. Twice refused to get an interview for a defensive coordinator position while with the Rams. Hired here for only the reason of being Matt Lafleur's friend. Keeps his job because of the friendship with Lafleur. Will be the reason the Packers have another losing season coming up, and the reason why Lafleur will be fired. Keeping Barry has to be the most idiotic decision by a head coach in many years. The only thing I can say to that is that the year prior to this. They didn't have a losing record, and the defense was pretty good. You, you, so, yeah, I mean that you can't argue with, right? You can't you can't say nah, baby, nah, because the defense was actually good a couple years ago under Joe Barry. So whatever happened this past season, whatever reason they decided that it wasn't going to be, um, 
I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what caused Joe Barry's defense to be so bad. I, I just guess philosophically it just it never materialized with some of the guys uh, in the back end. Jair didn't really care for it, and a couple other guys, from what I understand, didn't care for some of the, you know, the philosophical differences, we'll say, of playing softer in certain areas. And when guys began to go rogue, things began to go wrong. And then finally when they started to play together towards the end of the season, things got a little bit better. But when you needed them in the biggest moments, there were some failures. I agree with all of that. I thought Barry should have been fired and then give, the, give this defense a re-energization, if you will. But uh, Joe or Matt LaFleur decided not to do that, and he ended up keeping Joe Barry, and then, you know, so be it. Uh, 877-867-1670. You want to find us? That's the uh, phone number to get a hold of us. You want to follow us on Twitter? You can do so. Add Bill underscore Michaels. Add Bill underscore Michaels. You can find Ben Kenny at Ben Z Kenny uh, over on Twitter as well. You can find us on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. Uh, same thing over on Twitch TV, over on the Facebook fan page. You can find us at Facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show. Email the program, such as our buddy John up at Howard did. And uh, you can get hold of us, TheBillMichaels at gmail.com. You can listen to us on Google Podcast, Apple, uh, Spotify, all the different podcasting software that's out there. You can find us even on iHeart. You can find us on the Wisconsin Sports Zone app. And uh, all that kind of good stuff. Let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. Coming up at the end of this hour, we're going to talk a little betting coming up this weekend with our old boy, uh, Uncle Mitch. Uh, Matt Mitchell is going to be here. Don't forget, in the noon hour today, for those that listen live in the program, the noon hour today, Wayne Larry, the voice of the Green Bay Packers, is going to come in for a little while today and hang out with us. I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, also the last hour of the program today, live and in person here as well, Mike Clements. Come on out. We're at the Stillery in Grafton. Doors open up in about 45 minutes. Come in and get some lunch. Get a Bud Light special. Maybe taste a little whiskey if you want to do so. They have a whiskey club out here you can be a part of. Fantastic place. Fantastic people. I've been here numerous times since they've opened. They just opened not that long ago, and it's been a raving success out here in the Grafton area. Come on by and say hello. Stay tuned. We are brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. We'll be back coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Broadcasting live, we are at the Stillery. We are in Grafton, Wisconsin. Good to have you on board today. Good to have you on board today. It's a nice day. I, you know, it's one of those days where you look out the window and you're like, man, just, just want to kind of chill. You know, just want to kind of chill today. Not a whole lot happening. It's kind of blustery outside. So come on out and hang out with us. We're at the Stillery in Grafton. The doors open up at 11. Lunch will then be served. They've got Bud Light specials, but the best part about it is we are giving away a 55-inch big screen TV uh, here today. And uh, and you, you can walk away with it. It's not like you got to come in and uh, do, you know, specifically anything for it. Uh, all you got to do is come in and get registered. And uh, going to give that thing away coming up a little bit later on this afternoon towards the end of the show. Wayne Larry, the voice of the Green Bay Packers, is going to be joining us here in a little bit, too. So Wayne will join us uh, just after noon today. So looking forward to that. That'll be a, that'll be a fun time. So uh, we got a lot happening today. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, again, 877-867-1670. Marcy uh, says, uh, why is it such a big deal that Romeo Dobbs even says it? Now, Marcy, let me let me back up. Okay, remember, let, let, me, let me 
kind of preface this again. Uh, and this is one of these things where you bring up the comment, and then what I'm saying is, is there's 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 nothing to see here. He didn't bring it up. He was asked the question. So tell us what it's like to hang out with Aaron Rodgers or something to that effect. That's the Cliff Notes version. And he just said, look, I really didn't. Uh, we saw him at the Halloween party once, but he really didn't. We didn't really hang out outside of the facility. He's all business all the time. Well, that makes sense, right? That makes sense. It's because Rodgers, they're, they're what, 15 years apart in age? You know, something like that, 17, 18 years apart in age. So, it, it, you know, no big deal. And to be quite honest with you, I mean, I go back to years when I, even going into high school, I didn't hang out with everybody on the team, you know? And that's when everybody used to hang out together, so to speak, or run together. You had your friends you hung out with, nothing like that. You know, you're talking about professional football players. Go in, get your work done, get out of there, go home, do your study, do your, you know, whatever it is you're going to do, and then get back to the facility and take care of yourself. Otherwise, no big deal. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Find us. Um, the one thing that was interesting, though, Romeo Dobbs did talk about Jordan Love. This is what he had to say. Jordan is real low-key, um, and that's what I love about him the most. Uh, again, he's a humble guy. Uh, he's never too high or low. And, I mean, he makes I mean, he he does he makes the right decisions every time. He does everything right, you know. And it's hard to see when, you know, it's hard to see when you're not around him. So, um, you know, I'm, I played against Jordan my sophomore year in college because he went to Utah State and I went to Nevada. So, uh, I mean, just being around him, he's a great guy, great dude. He has a lot of poise. And, you know, I'm just glad I get to be around him too because you're right, nobody hasn't really seen what he can do. There you go. And and he's right. I mean, nobody's really seen what Jordan Love can specifically do as of just yet. Uh, you kind of get a sense of it. But I, I go back to, we've talked about it over and over again, two series against Philadelphia. He looked really, really good. He wowed people. Even he said, though, it was against the soft defense that was playing more prevent, so to speak, than they were anything. So you haven't really seen him do his thing yet when it comes to uh, – when it comes to the NFL and being a starter, and as Brian Gutekind said, being a winner. It's one thing what you do behind closed doors of practice. It's another thing what you do on the field, uh, you know, every week for 17 weeks uh, on game day. And can he be a winner? We don't know. We don't know if he can or can't. So hopefully he can, but uh, hopefully we won't have to find out for a while. 877-867-167. By the way, I got a note here that said uh, from Mark, he said, hey, do you have any memories of Billy Packer? Billy Packer passed away. Billy Packer, at the age of 89, remember, he was, uh, for so long, did the NCAA tournament. And uh, and Billy Packer was, do I have a memory of him? Yeah, but it's not good. It, 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 now, Ben, did you do you remember Billy Packer calling NCAA tournament games? I don't think so. I don't think so. Really? Okay. Um, Billy Packer, for years, called NCAA tournament games. Some of the biggest games in in you know, championship games and such in college basketball. And I'll be real honest, Billy Packer was an ass. He's one of those guys where you you know, you say you're not gonna pass away, you're gonna nasty away. He he was he was kind of a I you know, I don't mean to dance on somebody's grave. I mean, 
But he was he was he was an angry old dude, man. He'd say hi to people he liked. Don't get me wrong, but if you just wanted to meet him, or if you just wanted to you know put a hand out and say you know hey, very nice to meet you, um, yeah, he wasn't he wasn't a nice guy. <laughs> I hate to say it, but Billy Packer was he never had um he never had the reputation of being a very kind person. He and he ended up getting into some trouble, I think. Um, in the latter portion of his career. I can't remember if he said something to a cheerleader or something. He got into it with somebody. Um, and yeah, that was kind of the beginning of the end. But, you know, it, it is what it is, you know. So, but Billy Packer passing away. Uh, but <laughs> I, I'm just being honest. I don't know what else to tell you. I'm just being honest. I people ask me my opinion i'm I'm not going to sugarcoat it i'm not going to say oh it's a shame he's passed away and you know ah, the you know the sporting broadcast world's lost he is a legend Uh, you know he was he he did what he did for a long long time and he he was good at it he was a terrific analyst you know but he was an angry old dude i don't (laughs) there's no sugarcoating in here he's just just an angry old dude man there you go uh it is afc and nfc championship weekend like I said, coming up here in about 15 minutes, we're going to start talking about some betting and such. Uh, our buddy uh, Matt Mitchell uh, is going to be joining us at the Action Network. He's going to swing by. We'll talk with him. Uh, this one's from Jason who says, uh, with all the Jets talk and the Jets saying they'd give anything to get Aaron Rodgers, what would it take for you to say Aaron Rodgers bye-bye? Oh, look. How do I put this? I've told you what I think is going to happen. Okay, let if you want very frank and very honest. Okay. I think this is what will happen. I think Rodgers wants to come back. I think he's playing football regardless. I think Rodgers wants to come back and see if he can extend the legacy in Green Bay. I think the Packers will welcome him back and give him that opportunity. I think they'll run it back one more time. I think they'll decide to keep Jordan Love, knowing that after this upcoming season, that'll be it. That this is the the, the one last time. And if they can't do it or they come, you know, I mean, the circumstances could change, but regardless, okay. So I think he's coming back. I think he'll be here. I think he wants to play. He's not giving up the money. None of that, okay? I think he's coming back. What I think... As a fan, okay, let me let me let me give you the preface here. As a fan, as somebody, what do I hope happens? Okay, in my green and gold glasses, sitting at home in my jersey and my Zuba pants. Okay, what I hope happens, what I'm hoping for, is Rogers to come back to Green Bay. Everything that we thought was going to be this past year begins to solidify for this year. The offensive line stays healthy and plays well. The defense lives up to what we thought it was going to be, right? And they run it back. They pick up DeAndre Hopkins. Maybe they trade for him. They they get another wide receiver in the draft who just or a tight end who really kind of breaks out. You got Christian Watson stays healthy, Romeo Dobbs, Samari Toure, and then maybe another guy they draft or two. Okay? I think all of that happens, and I look forward to all of that, right? As a fan. That's what I want to see happen, okay? And then they go to the postseason, they win in the playoffs, and then 
We're getting pictures taken of it. How are you doing? <laughs> and they go to the playoffs. They get to a Super Bowl. They hoist the Lombardi Trophy, and they ride off into the sunset. That's what we hope happens, right? That's in my that's in my heart and the green and gold glasses. In my head, the logic, what makes the most sense, 110%, is that if you get a terrific deal for Aaron Rodgers, it's probably time to move on. Now, I haven't said that a whole lot publicly, but if you look at what you can get, if you do get two first-rounders, if you do get cap relief uh, eventually, you know, if you run it back and you're only hurt really financially for a year, then you can jumpstart it if you believe. Now, again, let me preface this. If they believe, they believe that Jordan Love is the real deal, then whatever you get for Rodgers, you probably should make the deal. Okay? But if you don't get two ones or whatever it is you think you're going to get, if Jordan Love, if you are still suspect and you're sitting there going, man, I just don't know if this guy's got it. You know, when, and, and, you know, Mark just asks, he said, well, why, did you, why were you so uh, hell-bent on getting rid of uh, Favre to bring in Rodgers? No, 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 no. No, no. Favre was washing back and forth. Okay? That's a separate entity. So it was easy to make that decision. You know why? Because you knew what you had in Rodgers behind closed doors. You you saw it. There were a lot of people that saw it. I remember Dorsey sitting there with us talking about uh, Rodgers when they drafted him, when they brought him in. You know, I, I just, I remember them just sitting there and and salivating over him going, I cannot believe that he fell. I can't believe he didn't go number one. I can't believe he fell to us. We are locked in. Favre hated it. Favre was pissed. But it, they all said the same thing, that they just, they, they knew what they had in Rodgers. I mean, Rodgers was kicking their ass behind closed doors. He was beating them out behind closed doors. I'm just waving. <laughs> but so anyway, long story short, that's the reason that you wanted to make the deal was because you knew what you had in Rodgers. You don't know what you have in love. So hopefully that happens. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. 877-867-1670. Got more of the Bill Michael Show live at the Stillery in Grafton coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show we are live we're in grafton we're at the distillery brought to you by our friends at bud light also want to remind you some other great places to visit this coming weekend our friends over at the social house h-a-u-s if you go in there on sunday morning for breakfast you can swing by and uh, buy yourself a cocktail and they you have free pancakes coming on sunday morning so if you're going to go in there early on maybe get your breakfast on and then get yourself set up for uh, the AFC and the NFC Championship games, you're good to go. That's a social house, H-A-U-S, on Lisbon Road in Menominee Falls. Stop in, tell them uh, Dan Dell and the whole staff, we said hi, but they're great people. But if you get yourself like a Bloody Mary, a cocktail, free pancakes for breakfast on Sundays. That's not a bad way to go. There you have it. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, if you want to give us a shout, please feel free to go ahead and do so. 
I want to talk about the Pro Bowl and some of the events uh, coming up because I think it's kind of goofy, and I am not at all looking forward to the weekend uh, coming up next weekend. So I, I want to touch base on that. But Pac Fan hit me up uh, over on uh, the Bud Light live stream for all of you watching, and I do want to uh, recognize everybody on the Bud Light live stream that are chiming in today. Uh, but he said, so then going back to my point in the last segment when I said, you know, it was easier to move on from far because you knew what you had in Rodgers. And he said, so then at what point is, is Goody on the hot seat for screwing the pickup so badly if love isn't ready yet? And if you don't know what you have in Jordan Love, if indeed you do trade Aaron Rodgers away, that's a great point. Um, what, I, what I'll say to that is that he has hit on other draft choices. The drafts a couple of years ago, um, not overly good, right? So um, the Jordan Love pick is Goody's legacy pick. Okay, behind that, he had, what, A.J. Dillon, he had Josiah DeGuara. Um, uh, who, was, who else was there? Um, John Runyon was there. Um, so he had some guys that were sustainable off of that. Uh, then you had, you know, obviously the, the 2000 or 2021, you had Stokes, who was out last year, uh, ended up with a bad ankle. Josh Myers, who has played pretty well. The Omari Rogers third-round pick has stunk. Um and they cut him loose. Uh, there's Royce, Royce Newman, T.J. Slayton. T.J. Slayton, if he comes on and plays pretty well, that'll be a nice pick for them as well. If Eric Stokes comes back and plays well, you go back and picking up Rashawn Gary. Rashawn Gary, uh, Darnell Savage Jr., Elton Jenkins. Those three guys out of 2019, you're one, two, you're one, two number ones and a number two. Turned out great. Jay Sternberger, again, a third-round pick, nothing there. Uh, and then you have Jair coming out of 2018. But out of 2018... And 2019, out of all those picks, and I think there's like 15, 16 of them, four are with the team. Four. Gary, Savage, Jenkins, and, and who am I thinking? Uh, Jair. So when you talk about a, a general manager being on the hot seat, you look at the overall job that they've done, the fortification of the team, but you're right. I mean, the legacy pick, the one that he's being the most known for is is Jordan Love. And it's not that Jordan Love, who knows? I mean, if Jordan Love turns out to be a pretty good quarterback or above average, so be it. But the 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 timing of the Love pick is is what threw the monkey wrench in the gears of this whole thing. That that's it. Um but I think overall, specifically, you go go to this past year, wouldn't you say that, you know, you Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt, both, you know, Walker was one of your leading tacklers. He's got to get better at the run. We all know that. Okay, so you can point that at me. But remember, he's a rookie. So you can say, well, wait a minute, he doesn't defend the run very well. Okay, that's fine. But take that out of it. He played pretty well. Devontae Wyatt, when he had his chance after Dean Lowry went down, played pretty well. Christian Watson, he showed everybody flashes. Now, what he has, two things Watson has to do. One, get stronger in the offseason. Okay? We can all agree on that. Got to get stronger in the offseason. And two, he's got to get, he's got to have hands. He has got to get stronger upper body, and he's got to have hands that grab a ball and hang on to it. Because you can't have a guy that's a downfield threat but continually dropping passes. And then, um, we don't know what you have in Sean Ryan. And again, Sean Ryan, that's your third round pick. You know, the Packers are where third-round picks go to die, basically. Uh, but Romeo Dobbs has looked pretty good. Zach Tom has turned out to be 
pretty solid, you know, as an offensive lineman. He may be a starter at the right tackle position going into next season. Uh, Kingsley Angabare, when when Rashawn Gary went down, he surprised a lot of people. Played pretty well, right? And then Samari Torre really kind of made up the back end of this draft just being a, a, a wide out who is kind of a project. So this draft actually, you know, on its face was probably pretty good in a lot of senses. So when you talk about Goody and what the legacy will be, the legacy is going to be Jordan Love, but you would judge Goody overall by what he's been able to do to fortify the team. But I, wouldn't you have to say, short of the drafts from a few years back where there's only four remaining players, wouldn't you have to say he's done a pretty good job with everything? I mean, if I had to give Brian Gutekinds a rating, I'd probably give him a B. If I'm going to go like a grade, you know, I'd probably give him a B. B minus, maybe. B to B minus. You have four picks out of two years draft that are still with the team, and that's unacceptable. But since then, it's been pretty good. But the Jordan Love pick, as we all know, threw a monkey wrench in the whole system. But it also brought to light a lot of the issues that Aaron Rodgers was having with the team and the team was having with management. And since then, those bridges have been gapped. And and uh, those, or I should say those gaps have been bridged. So I think as a general manager, there's been a lot of trends in the right direction. It's just this year, a lot of things fell short. Now, and I, I do give him credit because when he went to the uh, the podium for the postseason presser, and he started talking about, you know, you know, supporting Matt LaFleur and supporting his decisions and such. He also very much pointed out, that's Matt. That's on Matt. I think I've got pretty good players on this team. There's some talent here. We feel really good about the situation we're in. We feel really good about the position we're in. Right? And then he said, I got pretty good talent here. The rest is on Matt. And Matt's, you know, we support Matt in keeping Joe Barry and all that, yada, yada, yada. We support all that, right? Okay. In doing so, he in essence said, if it fails again, it's Matt. It's his staff. It's him, not me. So we'll see what happens by the time it's all said and done. Let's do this. Uh, we'll talk some betting, betting lines when we come back. You want to get into the betting? Maybe you got some, uh, some gays you want to throw down this coming weekend? Uh, Matt Mitchell, the Action Network, he's going to be joining us coming up next. Stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Stop there, to, oddly enough, uh, although I do it almost every day, but stop there uh, earlier today on the way out here and pick a couple things up. And uh, I always love heading into Quick Trip uh, today because you can leave it, leave it outside in the car. Uh, got some milk this morning, uh, which the milk is always fantastic. It's very fresh. It's always great. Uh, but got some milk. Uh, picked up some uh, wheat bread for the weekend because I'm probably just going to hunker down this weekend. I don't think uh, tomorrow night I got a dinner, but everything else I think we're just going to kind of hunker down and take it easy. So picked up a couple of necessity items, and I grabbed a Red Bull when I was in there today. I got two of them, as a matter of fact, because when you buy two of them right now, the 8-ounce cans, you get 15 cents off at the pump. So I figure for what I spent on two 8-ounce Red Bulls, I'm going to make it back in spades. Uh, at the pump because I'm going to get that off when I fill my car up. My car right now is under a quarter tank of gas. So it's you always get those kind of rewards, man. And gas has gone up. I don't know if you've noticed, but gas is going up again for some inexplicable reason. It's, it's skyrocketing. It's up like 40 or 50 cents in the last couple of weeks. So get a hold of our friends at Quick Trip. Use your Quick Rewards card, man. You are good to go. I love Quick Trip. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Stay tuned. We've got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. Matt Mitchell, the Action Network, talking some betting, coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
Now, here's Mike Clemens. It's the AFC Championship game Sunday at 5.30 at Arrowhead Stadium. The Bengals against the Chiefs. The Bengals practice again outdoors yesterday. The forecast for Kansas City is partly sunny with temperatures in the 20s. Are they ready for the cold? Bengals wide receiver Jamar Chase. We don't play in every weather. Uh, it's not about us being ready. It's about us being prepared for the situation. Um, execute when it's time to execute. And, you know what I'm saying, make the first downs and it contested catches. That's what it's all about. You hit the gritty, and then you went into the fadeaway. Do you have something special this week, potentially, another twist on the, the gritty? Uh, I've been saving that gritty for a long time, like really long time, bro. I've been doing that, but I just never bring it out. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do, honestly, man. I'm just going to go out there and have fun. Head coach Zach Taylor on dealing with the pressure of a conference championship game on the road. The buildup is really outside our building in terms of the magnitude of these games. Yeah, we, we understand that there's... Um, an AFC championship on the line, but our guys generally don't feel the pressure because of that. It's just, let's get ready here with this game. Let's go out there, put our best foot forward, and if we play great, then we're going to have a great chance to win. The Chiefs held their practice outdoors. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes seems to be doing okay despite that sprained ankle. Did treatments begin right after the win over the Jaguars? Yeah, I was able to do some extra testing just to make sure everything was good, uh, not after the game, and then get a few things done uh, to help the treatment kind of start off. And then the next few days has just kind of been, I mean, all-day thing where you're just doing either treatment or rehab. It's a full-day thing where you're trying to make sure that you're obviously prepared for the Bengals and the great football team uh, mentally and physically. That's Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Good to have you. The Bill Michael Show. We are live at uh, the Stillery in Grafton. If you want to come out and say hi, doors open up at 11. And uh, they're serving up lunch today. The lunch hour uh, promises to be big. And we are giving away for only, only for those that uh, show up today, only for those that are actually in the house, giving away a 55-inch big screen TV today right here uh, at the program. So, uh, And we're going to give it away at 2 o'clock today. So come on, uh, come on in. And uh, and say hello if you want to. Uh, give us a shout. Uh, joining us now, our buddy uh, Matt Mitchell of the Action Network. You can read his stuff, uh, Old Boy Uncle Mitch, over on Twitter. Or go to Action Network HQ on Twitter to follow them as well. Uh, Matt, how you doing, man? What's going on? I am doing great. It's the penultimate weekend of the NFL season, so a lot of excitement here at Action Network. Let's uh, let's talk about. Uh, first of all, we'll we'll get into the two games. But are there prop bets that you're looking at specifically going? Because now there's not a ton of betting because there's not a ton of games. So the prop bets are becoming fashionable. You're talking about Joe Burrow yardage. You're talking about number of touchdown catches and such. I know one and a half for like Jamar Chase or uh, one and a half touchdown passes for Joe Burrow and and for Patrick Mahomes and company. So give me your thought on some of the prop bets that you might want to look at. So uh, you're absolutely right. Prop bets have never been more popular, and the smaller the slates, the more popular prop bets become because people like myself who just want lots of action, uh, prop bets are a great way to to create a full dance card for yourself when there's only a couple of games. Uh, We have a guy named Gilles Gallant. He lives out in Halifax, Nova Scotia. His specialty is anytime touchdown scorers. He has a number for this weekend. I think his favorite is Devonta Smith, anytime touchdown. George Kittle and Tyler Boyd of the Bengals. Those are three of his favorite plays. And if you want to get real froggy, uh, parlaying those kind of anytime touchdown scoring uh, opportunities can have an absolutely 
gonzo payout because you're looking at you know five to one kind of uh, kind of parlays, or if you can parlay them into uh, you know first touchdown score, those of course give you enormous boosts and give you a lot of excitement right as the game kicks off. So Devonta Smith, George Kittle, Tyler Boyd, those are three names to to note for this weekend. Uh, okay, I'm going to hang on to that and, and pay attention to some of those uh, some of those odds. I know that. Uh, there, there's one of the ones is like overtime, whether any of these games go to overtime, if any game has a walk-off win, those are just fun to jump on, right? There's no real rhyme or reason to that. Or is there something to be said because Cincinnati and, and Kansas City in every one of Cincinnati's wins that's only been by three points, is that something you want to jump on, on, on maybe the, the more likelihood to go to overtime because these two teams have played so closely together? Yeah, those are so tricky. Situational props like that are, are typically heavily juiced and difficult to predict because they're so difficult to model. So many things need to break right for a game to go into overtime um, in your favor and out of your favor, and you're, you're kind of never safe. Um, that's almost like the opposite of a, of a first touchdown score where very little of the game would matter to you until the, five, the last five minutes because uh, not you know, uh, avoiding... A, a regulation win or loss can be very tricky. But, you know, this is an absolutely bananas uh, conference championship weekend. Uh, two remarkable things I, I learned from our director of research. Uh, this is the first time that both games will likely finish under a field goal, either way on the spread, since 1998. So it's an, an absolutely wow. unusual uh, amount of parity in these final four teams. And it is the first time since 2010 that no team 10 or 10 to one or better entering the preseason to win the Super Bowl has made the conference championship game either way. It is a wild finish here, and and the first time since I can remember where you could very very easily make a case for all four teams to uh, win the Super Bowl without question. Okay, let's get into the game themselves. And the line has been fluid because of Patrick Mahomes. It went from Cincinnati being favored to now Kansas City giving a point. It was one. It was even. So give me your thoughts on all of this right now. Uh, it looks like the Chiefs are favored by a point at home. Cincinnati's had their number three in a row. Some people are betting just because they've won three in a row, there's no way they can do the fourth one, which uh, other people are starting to jump on. Give me your thoughts in this game. Yeah, so for Kansas City, Cincinnati, I will note that it's a misconception that games moving from, you know, plus or minus one and a half is a significant swing. It certainly matters, especially for a, a game that's predicted to be fairly tight. But typically, sports books are very apt to move a game based on money and information over the zero um, because the game is so unlikely to land on a number under three. So I wouldn't be too swayed if, you know, if a listener feels strongly about Cincinnati or Kansas City, uh, plus or minus one and a half isn't going to make or break you um, by and large in a game like this. It is a uh, fascinating matchup because so much of that is perceived to be coming down to the health of Patrick Mahomes. He obviously had that high ankle sprain last week, uh, didn't return. He was kind of waxing and waning, but I think he'll be so full of Toradol. In that ankle, I don't think we're going to see a lot of difference on the field. It is, it is his, his plant foot, which is troubling. But, again, I don't think he'll be feeling a whole lot of anything come game time. 
uh, really comes down to do you think his scrambling matters? I don't think he'll be doing a lot of running around, but he's a guy used to making unconventional throws anyway. So ultimately, when he came out this week, did his press conference, was not in the boot, was walking normally. The kind of Kansas City batters breathed a sigh of relief. And I think the speculation that he would be anything less than healthy for this game in terms of how he'll appear on the field, I think all of that was assuaged. And we'll see a Patrick Mahomes-Joe Burrow matchup that will that you know, people are demanding. Cincinnati absolutely on fire right now after you know pulling the pants down to the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo last week. Joe Burrow has an absolutely remarkable record versus teams uh, that are 500 or better. Something like dating back to LSU, he's something like 30 and 10 against the spread versus teams that are 500 or better. So he's he's just an animal. He's just an absolute cold-blooded yeah. assassin in these games. So personally, I do not like putting my money against Joe Burrow, especially in the playoffs. That has that has paid off uh, for for betters coast to coast. So. Uh, a lot of speculation that this game will go under and it will be a little bit more hard, hard fought. Points will be a little bit harder to come by than people perceive it to be. Total at 48 right now. I think under is a pretty good play, especially in an outdoor game like this. And I think if Cincinnati gets the lead, they're going to look to grind this game out with Joe Mixon. So, uh, but you know, it's just Matt, an incredible. We got to cut you out.